Tips from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have led to charges against the Lafayette man. I think as we get into the overnight hours, uh, we're probably going to see a few more snow showers develop. There's a little disturbance here in Missouri. He was arrested on a warrant for dealing cocaine at Worley's Inn on South 3rd Street, Logansport. He's the Democratic candidate running for state representative and district. Initially, Judge Steve Myers sentenced Stephen Burns to 70 years behind bars. But before he left the courtroom, the sentence was even longer. Oh my lord, what is up, y'all? It has been freaking so long, I feel. Um, hopefully you listened to the Tyler Wood interviews, uh, part one and part two. That was uh, literally one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Um, and we'll get, I'll talk a little bit more about that um, here after this uh, nice-ass intro. But um, got a lot of good stories. It's been a while, so I'm glad to be back. It has been freaking nuts. Uh, I took a little bit of time off. Um, not really, like, I guess intentionally. I mean, it's been, oh my, has it really been that long? It's been three weeks. Wow. I'm a piece of shit. Um, Tyler Wood's interview was just one of the greatest nights um, that I've had in a while. Um, just to listen to him talk, man, is just um, inspiring in general. And then just to hear, you know, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. He's doing it. He's out there. He makes it sound so much easier than, um, not not much easier than what it is. He just makes it sound like it is. It's really that easy. Um, I mean, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice, and you're going to have to push yourself every day, and you're going to have to figure it out and map it out and plan it out. Um, but like Tyler said, you know, if you go out and you've got that, um, that momentum and that drive, um, you're going to be able to do whatever you want. And so, um, um, fucking hats off to Tyler Wood. Um, he's a bad dude. He's a bad motherfucker. Um, yeah, let's get into um, some stories. Um, the good thing is, uh, this is really a good thing. Um, uh, West Lafayette and Lafayette were actually just uh, decided that they were the best cities to live in Indiana. So if you're living in West Lafayette or Lafayette, um, then you're among two of the top 10 cities to live in Indiana. Chamberofcommerce.org used data from the U.S. Census Bureau and Centers for Disease Control to make the rankings, and there were 52 rankings within Indiana. Sorry if you, you know, were one of these small towns that didn't even make the 52. Um, the criteria included five things. It was employment, housing, quality of life, education, and health. Um, the report did show that the best three cities to live in Indiana are Bloomington, which is, that's different, uh, Carmel, and then Fishers, and um, West Lafayette, and uh, Lafayette came in, uh, West Lafayette is sixth, and Lafayette normal is uh, <laughs> normal without the West, uh, Lafayette is tenth. So you are in the 10th best city in Indiana, and you're also in the 6th, just a, just a little drive away. So if you're like, you know what, I'm not feeling 10, I'm feeling 6 today, uh, just drive to the west side and you'll be fine. Just go across the bridge. 
It's not a big deal. Uh, moving on. Uh, Indiana farmers are nearing planting completion after a very wet spring. Um, I don't want to be the first one to say this, but it's uh, it's also a fucking wet summer, too, if I just had to say. I literally, I just get pissed every single time. I th- I'm like, oh, yeah, yep, just another day of rain. Just another day of rain. Cool. Um, Indiana farmers are getting closer to completing the crop planning that's been badly delayed by this spring's frequent frequent rains. By the way, uh, today, Friday, the 21st, is the first day of summer. So we're going to have a wet summer, too. All right, whatever. Everything I said isn't real. But um, the newest U.S. Department of Agriculture report shows that 84% of Indiana's expected corn crop was planted at the start of this week. That's up from just 31% from two weeks ago. But the state's five-year average would have all the corn crop planted. Farmers in neighboring states are also struggling. Illinois with 88% of its corn crop planted, while Ohio is only at 68%. But did we really think that Ohio wasn't going to be behind everybody? I mean, come on. That's fucking Ohio. They've got Ohio State. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. The Ohio State. The Buckeyes, which they wear a... You know, they wear the necklace with the Buckeyes around it, which really looks like a bunch of anal beads. Anyways, moving on. Like I said, today is the first day of summer, and that means keep an eye out for vehicle break-ins and theft. Specialist Ian O'Shields, damn, that's an Irish name, from Lafayette Police Department says there were 36 thefts from a vehicle in June of 2018, 10 of which were because the cars were left unlocked. No shit. Thanks, Captain Obvious, just like the commercials. Uh, This June, there has been 25 break-ins, nine of which were due to unlock cars. Hey, guys, um, I'm just going out on a limb. Lock your doors of your cars, especially if you're in the eh, side of town. Um, This June... Uh, O'Shield says, even though there has been a slight decrease, people should still be wary of their surroundings and how to keep their cars and belongings safe. Make sure nothing is in view. Lock your doors if you're going to be parking in places. Park where it's not dark. Park where it's well lit. Unfortunately, people think they lock their vehicles and they keep them unlocked. So um, O'Shields is really letting us know we need to make sure we lock our cars. Um, I've had my car break in, broken into, uh, here in Lafayette when I was living in Lafayette, when I was in high school and they marked my car by throwing dog shit on the window. And that's not a funny story. They really did. Um, I actually went out to the car and I was like, Hey man, what a good day. It's a, it's a blue and orange Raider day. And I was all decked out. And then all of a sudden, I just noticed that someone was tried, or someone had tried to steal all my stuff in my car. They ended up taking a mixed CD, which probably, I mean, this was like 2010, so it probably had a whole bunch of Lil Wayne on there. A milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. Uh, Who else knows what could have been on there? But the point is, make sure you lock your doors and make sure that um, you don't get your stuff stolen, man, because that sucks, dude. Cool. My boy, my old boy Carson Edwards was just drafted. 
Okay, so Sea Boogie coming after your kids and your wife. Shit, he might even take the ticket taker right there at the front doors in Boston and take her home too and just be the boogeyman. Uh, former Purdue All-American guard Carson Edwards was selected by the Philadelphia 76ers in the second round, and then Edwards was actually traded to the Boston Celtics with the pick on draft night. Edwards was the third player selected from the Big Ten Conference, joining Indiana's Romeo Langford, which, I'm sorry, I, and, I'm, and I'm not being like biased or anything at all, I don't think he's that good of a player. Um, he's I. He's I. I don't know how he was drafted before Carson. Sorry. Um, and then Michigan's Jordan Poole, which, I mean, Jordan's good. I mean, he's I. He's I too. Um, but Carson goes laps around both, so I don't really understand. <sighs> if you don't know much about Purdue basketball or you don't care about Purdue basketball or you don't care about Carson Edwards or you want to know, I will give you the backstory in two seconds. The dude does like alien shots. Like you'd you'd see him you see him shoot threes and you're like, this shit's not from this world. Like if I were to go to another planet and they'd be like, look how we shoot threes. Then and they just are just draining them left and right. That's how old boy shoots. Um, during his junior season at Purdue, he averaged twenty four point three points per game, including a breakout performance in the twenty nineteen NCAA tournament. Uh, Purdue's run to the Elite Eight was highlighted by Edwards. Now I'm not bullshitting you. Forty two point performances against Villanova and Virginia. So, old boy was draining. Uh, but that's what Sea Boogie does. Sea Boogie, shit. You be going to bed, and all of a sudden you hear a knock. You hear that knock. And you're like, hello, who's coming out of my closet? And it's Sea Boogie. And he there. And he like, I'm going to shoot a three. And you're like, are you sure you're going to be shooting a three? He's like, yeah, I'm going to swish. It's going to be nice. Oh, and can we just talk about something really randomly? This is just off the off the top. OJ Simpson's on Twitter? What world are we living in? What world are we living in? He uh he says in a video and look this go to go to Twitter and look this up. He's on there and he's he's on this video and he goes he goes, I'm going to be on here. Hello, Twitter world. I'm going to be on here talking about politics and life and love. I'm like, love? What the fuck? And then he goes, at the end, he goes, I got a lot of shit I need to, um, what's he say? A lot of, uh, a lot of shit I need to come back with because there's a lot of revenge. That's what he said. There's a lot of revenge. I was like, well, I think you got revenge when... You went to jail for something not including the murders that you did. And apparently somebody like did a video and uh, like added a whole bunch of screams in the background to his to his Twitter video. And he messaged it, messaged them on Twitter with 16 knives in the message to the guy. So um, they were talking today on Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, I think it might have been yesterday, but I listened today because I'm, you know, I'm delayed. But they were talking about um, how the the human mind is so strong, and it, and you can literally like 
um, convince yourself of things that aren't really true or convince your th- you know, convince yourself like you need something when you really don't, um, mentally. Uh, and they were like, I, I didn't know this. Did you guys know that, um, John, is it John Wayne Gacy or I, I, yeah, I think so. The clown killer or whatever. He killed all those kids. He told the cops he was arrested for having all of these uh, dead kid bodies in his, you know, he used to dress up like a clown and kill all these kids or whatever. And he told the cops when he was arrested that he would leave town and his neighbors, (laughs) his neighbors hated him this much (laughs) that they were like, hey, let's go kill these kids and throw him, throw them under um, old boy's porch. So that's how strong the human mind is, is like you can block that out and be like, I never killed those kids. And like, dude, you're getting, uh, you know, going to prison for like killing 25 people. And it's like, nah, I never did that. Okay. So OJ Simpson, like he hasn't been around people. He hasn't been around anything. He probably just convinced himself he didn't do it. Um, Which, shit. Watch, um, if you love that shit, that OJ trial... And that's totally different for our generation, I feel, or my generation when I say our. My generation, like, we were young when the O.J. Simpson trial, like, that was the biggest, like, that was the biggest celebrity trial, and that also was the biggest trial to ever be aired on national television. So, um, you know, we were, I mean, I was a baby, you know, young, young. I was them youngins, that little tyke, that little Turk. So, um I didn't, I mean, I don't remember that shit. So watch OJ versus the people on Netflix. I think it's still on there. I can try to check. I'm not really quite too sure. Um, but it legit is one of the best shows ever. It's got Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ Simpson, which apparently he fingers buttholes. Who knew? Sometimes you're lonely on a Saturday. You want to get something done, but you don't want to go to the club, so you just finger a butthole. But um, apparently he's all about that. But um, David Schwimmer, also known as Ross from Friends, he is Kardashian. He is um, the you know the you know the Kardashian that no one even knows about. Everybody thinks Kim, and it's like, dude, she had a dad. Um, there is John Travolta as um, I forget his name. He's the lawyer that helped OJ at the very beginning. It, it's freaking good. Okay, that's all you need to know. Just so, just go look up that. <sighs> okay, where were we? I'm not looking that Netflix thing up. You guys are going to have to see if that's still on there or not. Just know I recommended it. Um, so, this is something that's important. Um, after years of a constant uphill battle against the opioid epidemic, Indiana is seeing more positive change. New numbers from the American Medical Association actually show Indiana's opioid prescription drug rates are going down faster than the national average. The report said that Indiana's numbers are down more than 35% since 2013. Nationally, that average number is only at 33%. It's very, it's, (laughs) this is a, I'm not going to read that. Um, so that's, that's dope. I mean, we're not being, um, you know, addicted to opioids. What we really need to understand is there are things that we can do in order to not, um, allow opioid addiction to run the state 
or run shit, run the country at this point. But um, there are many things that need to happen in order to help recovering opioid addicts or to help active opioid addicts. Um, there are health facilities, which I'm going to read about here in just a second. Um, there are, um, obviously recovery and, and that's a thing too. There's actually, you know, there's recovery centers and then there's mental health centers and then there's AA. These are three different things. Um, uh, there's also, um, drug therapy that is not getting a lot of, uh, views, which sucks a lot of attention. Um, they're actually seeing, uh, a lot of stuff with mental illness and drugs, drug addiction with um, psilocybin from mushrooms, uh, MDMA, uh, which is uh, everybody's going, that's ecstasy. Um, there's actually a, in microdosing it. And I'm not talking about you go to your cousin who fucking has a bunch of acid in his closet and he's like, here it is, just uh, microdose these every day and your depression's going to be gone away, Dad. I promise. Corey doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm talking about, you know, real scientists, real therapists who actually do this shit for a living. And so it kind of sucks that that kind of thing is not getting a lot more attention than what it needs to, but slowly but surely, slow steps. Also, we've got um, Illinois with the legalization of recreational marijuana. A lot of people... Uh, with opioid addiction feel that, you know, oh, maybe I wouldn't have done it if I had marijuana instead or if I, you know, CBD for my inflammatory shit and that helps. I've actually heard a lot of different people say marijuana and CBD actually help more than what painkillers do. Painkillers are way more addictive, whereas marijuana has no addictive traits. But yet we stigmatize and we, you know, put that negatively. And I'm sorry if you're listening and you're like, I fucking hate marijuana. Well, I don't. So, and I can't even smoke. So figure that one out. I'm just a very big advocate for let people do what they want to do. I'm drinking a Corona right now, which smells like marijuana. So that's kind of nice. Um, like I said, we need to, we need to talk about, um, the mental health issue. So, and this is actually really cool. This is coming to Lafayette. Uh, Almost two years since it was announced, Franciscan Health Lafayette East has opened a new unit that aims to better serve mental health patients in the community. The unit, Franciscan Empath, E-M, and then it's PATH, P-A-T-H, is stands for Emergency Psychiatric Assessment, Treatment, and Healing. It aims to serve as a new approach to helping patients experiencing a psychiatric crisis. Patients are first medically cleared in the emergency room before they are then admitted into the empath unit, which they will spend a maximum of 23 hours after being discharged to the resources or facilities that they need. This is awesome. Why is it awesome? Because mental health is a very important thing. Why is that? Because life is fucked up, this world is fucked up, and it's not perfect. Where is the weird line in between that? I think the weird line is there's a difference between, oh, man, I had a shitty day, I need to go be prescribed, um, 
you know, Xanax because I had a bad day and I don't like bad days. And then you have these doctors who are like, yeah, you had a bad day. Here you go. Have a Zoloft. That'll make you feel better. Or a Xanax. That'll make you feel better. Speaking of Zoloft, the only reason I said that, I was recently diagnosed with anxiety. Um... So I have Zoloft now, which is great and good time and good fun. Um, I it's it's cool. Like I'm I'm cool with the fact that I had to get prescribed. Um, I'm cool with actually going to the doctor and getting it figured out. I'm cool with anybody going and having an issue or having a problem and going to a doctor and getting that and getting the things that they need. I feel like um, there's a stigma. And I was even actually telling Ashley, I was like, it's crazy because the whole time I'm there, not only did, uh, and I'm not bashing the doctor, um, she, she just kept, she's doing her job, but she kept asking me the whole time, are you depressed? I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not depressed. I think I've got um, anxiety way more. Um, and, well, are you sure you're not depressed? I was like, I'm fine. Like, I'm, de- I'm not depressed at all. Okay. So you're not depressed. No, I'm not. So I feel like it's and it's it's like an automatic thing of oh you got to be depressed. Well, you've got to be depressed. I mean that's the way you're feeling. You know you feel the way you're feeling. It's because you're depressed. I feel like that's like the first go to, and then second, like I while I was there, I was like, I was you know she was like I'm gonna prescribe you this you know this uh, anti anxiety medication. You sound like you've got anxiety every day. Blah 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 blah. And um, the whole time I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, so I came to the doctor because I've got an issue and now I'm getting medicine and now it's real. And the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm like, what about if I'm not anxiety? What about if I, you know, what about if I'm not really needing to take medicine? What about if this is just how life is or, you know, maybe this is how I am and I don't need medicine because I'm not, you know, what everybody else is that needs medicine. And I'm just, you know, an all right person. Um, the medicine's not going to start for like another two weeks. Um, she said like two to three weeks. I just started a couple days ago. So obviously I'll have to let you know if that if it helps. And then obviously I'll know if I have really bad, super bad anxiety, which I think I do. I'm fairly certain I do. It runs in the family. It runs in the DNA. Um, so I don't feel like that's going to be an issue, but I would love to, um, have one, have somebody on to talk about mental issues or mental health issues is what I mean. Um, just because like, I feel like there's, there's like this stigma and the stigma is like, oh, you know, it's like a, it's like a double headed coin. Like one side says like, Oh, it's all in your head. You're not really crazy or you're not, or not maybe not crazy. I'm sorry if I said that and offended, but um you're you know, it's all in your head. You're just making it up. Or you've got the other side that's saying like um you need you you know, too quick. It's either too late or too quick to judge. So either too quick being like, "Oh, you're depressed. You need this this this, this and then oh, you know, you're you're oh, yeah, you're you're messed up." But then you got that other part too that's like, oh, you don't need it. You like, you know, they don't until it's too late. Until someone has a mental breakdown or even worse, you know, you know, fill in the blank. 
Um, so it was a very different experience for me um, to go, but I'm cool with talking about it. I don't really care. Um, I feel like everybody's got anxiety, uh, especially I've got, you know, one girl and then I got another girl on the way. So I'm going to, I'm about to have two daughters and I'm, I'm constantly going and all, I mean, yeah, if you're a parent listening, you're like, yeah, we're, we're all going, you fucking tool. But, um, but I'm going like mentally all the time. Like I got to get stuff done. I got to keep going. I got to give da, 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 da. Um, I don't sleep a lot. I toss and turn. I, yeah, it's not, I have day fatigue really bad. Anyway, I'm not going to give you all my symptoms, but the point is that there should not be a stigma. Go get, go get, you know, what you need from the doctor. Go get prescribed what you need. If you feel like you need something, go get it before it's too late. Whether, like I said, you know, fill in the blank with what you think of is too late. Um, fuck society telling you that you don't need anything to help you through the day and that, you know, that, you know, you're crazy or this, that, and the other. If you feel like you need something and you feel like you need to talk to somebody, go do it. That's all I got to say, folks. Um, yeah, this is a longer one. This is great. It's been a while. So sorry if you got here, I'm ranting, but, um, just feel like I needed to get that off my chest. This is a good place to do it. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to be starting um, some special episodes where, where we're going to be focusing a little bit more on some things, um, maybe some investigations. Yo, we'll see. Um, but uh, until then, I love you guys and goodbye. In 1999, J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling began serving the greater Lafayette, Indiana community. And since that first year, they've grown into a company that has much to offer to homeowners and business owners alike. Their exceptional staff and high-quality product line allows them to provide the finest HVAC service and installation to all of their clients. Over the years, they've served thousands of customers, both commercial and residential. Call J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling today.